Friend and Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Previously on Friend and Foe Adventure Co. I, Polly Keith, was supposed to be married, but due to some unfortunate events like birds pooping on my wedding and my fiance cheating on me and announcing it at the wedding, my father called off the wedding. I was devastated until I received an echo saying that somebody had found my skag in a warehouse. So I went to go meet the vault hunter that had found my lovely Blendly, but when I went in, someone respectfully put a bag over my head and kidnapped me. I brought one of the deadliest jackpots with me though, Quiet Quinn. Unfortunately, it seemed like some sort of epic love story was going on as they fought, and Quiet Quinn sadly met his demise. I overheard the four vault hunters over me talking about how they planned on killing my dad. They involved me in the team huddle, and now I guess they're gonna go do it. My dad's not the best dude, but I don't want him dead. Last time, you guys were all like, Hurry, let's go kill the Don. That's my British accent. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. I thought Phil was talking for a second. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, let's, hi, let's go grab the dictionary. Dictionary. Let's do some topiary. (laughs) 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 So I guess at this point, it's up to you guys. What do you want to... Yeah, what's your plan, Stan? I'm going to knock on the Don's door. (laughs) Be like, hey. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Okay, hang on. Remind us of the... Are we still in the warehouse thing? We're still in the warehouse. Yeah. That was on, yes. like, 69 Idiot Street or whatever. Was that what it was called? <laughs> we killed... Um, Quiet Quinn. Stealthy McGee. And then... <laughs> so we've still got Polly... name. <laughs> we've still got Polly wrapped in the wedding dress, right? Well, you unraveled her, but... Oh, yeah, like... And, I, bro- and broke her ankle. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. Okay, so... <laughs> I can't remember how we were going to alert... Like the plan was, the, he sends his other two jackbots out, and while they're distracted, we go to the Don's house and take him out while he's got no defenses, right? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the jackbots, but, I mean, you you were at the wedding. There were other bodyguards around. Yeah, but, like, nameless flunkies. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so we need a way of letting him know that we've got his daughter and that we've got Nettie so that he'll send the jackbots out, right? Yes, do you want to stash Nettie and... Oh, yeah, where is she? Is she currently in the basement of um, Randy's? Yes. Okay, we need to we need to find another sort of suitably abandoned warehouse area to keep her. Yeah, and Randy said that Amir has warehouses you can use. Okay. So if you want, Randy could just drop Nettie off or hold her there. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know if you want to put anyone in the line of fire there or just, like, tie them up. And let the jackbots come and and grab them. That's totally up to you. Okay. Right, how's this? We, first of all, split up. I know how we love a split party. Two of us, two of us stay here with Paulie, right? The other two go and move Nettie somewhere else. Then 
wherever we decide, we tie them up and we rig the warehouses with booby traps because otherwise the jackbots are just going to come, get them, and then come back to the Don's house really quickly, right? So we set some traps that will hinder the jackbots and then we, ooh, how far away can Pigeon fly? Could we send Pigeon with like a little message saying, we've got your daughter and your fucking bitch of a right-hand hoe uh, at these locations, come get them. I don't know. A ransom note delivered by a hummingbird. By a hummingbird. (laughs) I think. Feel free to chip it. Like, I know I'm the only one that's been awake for more than an hour, guys, but (laughs) (laughs) come on, help me out. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that, that sounds good to me. I was also thinking about that we need to do something to slow down the jackbots so that they don't just walk in and walk out. Yeah. We could uh, smear like grease all over the floor. So they slip. Yeah. Tie some paint cans to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely. Some lots of Lego just on the <laughs> Legos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was, I mean, that's, entertaining but i was thinking maybe we just strap a load of dynamite to nessie oh okay. <laughs> just just blow her up <laughs> maybe poorly too i mean i don't care <laughs> or do we actually have to have them there like could we tell them this is where they're gonna be and then just rig that up with dynamite and not actually have them there oh yeah that's true but then what do we do with them in the meantime? Oh, Could just leave them with a mirror. Can I search um, poorly? Yeah. I got a nat 20. Whoa. What are you Ooh. looking for? Well, I want to check that she's not got uh, an echo stone so she can't contact her papa. Oh, yeah. She does not. She's wearing her wedding dress still. Cool. And doesn't really have anything on her. Excellent. Okay, so well, so she's not going to tell her dad that we're telling lies. Yeah, no. No risk there. Okay, in that case, if we don't want them there, we'll take them both... Because Nettie's currently at Randy's. We take Paulie back to Randy's, chuck them both in the dungeon. We go and set up some warehouse full of traps, and then we let the Don send his jackbots to uh, Casa del Trap, and then we go and get him, right? Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Cool. Right. I am going to fireman's lift poorly onto my shoulders. Do I need to do a test for that? No, no. You're good. Cool. <laughs> you're I've strong enough. To... <laughs> and let's take her back to Randy's. You go back to Randy's. She's like, oh my gosh. I can't believe you got the Don's daughter here. Yeah, we added, we're starting a woman collection. And this is number two. <laughs> Put it with the other one, yeah? <laughs> okay, uh, and she sees... Polly's like, my ankle's broken! Oh, you bastards, you bastards! Oh, yeah, sorry, let me clarify. We're starting an injured woman collection. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> okay, well, I'll take care of her. Randy sends one of their robots to grab Polly and take Polly downstairs to join Nettie. Cool. I'm going to... Can I phone Amir on the Echo phone thing? Echo stone? Yeah. Uh, when Randy gave you the Echo stones, it already had Amir, like, in there. So you're able to contact him. He's on speed okay. dial. 
He's on fighting. Oh, yeah. Hurt. Hurt. Yeah. That's me dialing. Hello, my friends. How are you? Hi, it's Tarquin here. Um, We've got a bit of a plan. I just want to know, have you got any shitty old warehouses that you don't care about that maybe might get blown up a bit? He pauses and thinks for a little bit. Yeah, I've got some on the outskirts of town. And what is the address of this fine establishment? Five, 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 five street. Okay, cool. Um, might I recommend... That's one of them. Oh, wait, do you need... You, you said warehouses. Do you need more than one? Oh, yeah, let's have two. Okay, then 666 6th Street. Excellent. Thank you. Might I recommend that you and any of your employees just stay away from these two warehouses for the rest of the day? Oh, they are abandoned, my friend. I don't ever send anything there. Why do you keep abandoned warehouses? Well, in case I need to do hostage situations. Ah, it's funny you should mention that. Anyway, I'm not going to go into too much detail, just in case anyone's listening over the Echo Network. But thanks, love you, bye. <laughs> love you, bye. So, I forgot to explain something about Echo Networks. Anybody who's connected to yours, essentially, they could just listen in. So when you were doing a mission for Stevio, he was constantly connected, and that's how he knew you were going to come back and kill him. So what are you saying? Could Stevio have listened in on that? Yeah. What a little shit. So Randy can do the same type of thing. And Randy did that when you guys went and got Nettie and you came back. They knew that you like they knew some of what you were doing with Nettie. Okay. And so that's like they can do that, but they're not always listening. But a lot of times if you're doing something for them, they're going to be listening. It. They might be listening in. Okay. Remind me, whose side is this little Stevio on? I can't remember. Like, does it matter if he's heard that or not? No, no. Stevio's just a prankster robot. Okay. Claptrap unit. He's he's mostly harmless. Cool. Okay, right. Team, I don't know if you heard that, but we've got two warehouses that we can booby trap the shit out of before we go lure the jackbots there. Let's do it. Two teams of two again? Yeah, I got I got one grenade left. I've still, I've got two grenades left. Hot dog. I think I have all my grenades. Amir chimes back in and says, do you need some dynamite? Yes. Yes, please. Okay, come on by my place. I'll get you some. Okay, well, let's do that then. You head over to Amir Ammunition, or Amir Armaments. Amir Armaments. Amir Armaments. (laughs) (laughs) That's what... That's what his friends call it. Yeah. And Phaleon, as you're passing by, you see across the street the tailor shop where you had pigeon, you know, where you were having pigeon's sweater made. I'll just go to Amir's. Okay, you don't care about the sweater right now? Yeah, I'm too busy. (laughs) Bigger fish to fry here. (laughs) Pigeon's like, but you promised. (laughs) (laughs) It shivers as if it's cold pretending it's cold but you know better okay so you go into amir's and stevio is in there Ugh. stevio goes hello welcome oh i know you guys i owe you and he gives you each 300 gold oh he says that's for being such good pranksters and he gives kyle an extra he gives mercurius an extra 50 and says that bucket prank was hilarious. <laughs> Thanks, man. 
Then he gives Phaleon an extra hundred gold and says, Oh my gosh, <laughs> you got the bride so good. The Don was so annoyed. Thank you. And then I'm working on something else for you. But I'll let you know when that's finished. Yeah, great. Can't wait. And then he wheels off into the back room. And Amir is standing there. And he's got a lot of dynamite. A ridiculous amount of dynamite on this shelf. And says, how much do you need? A comically large amount. And he pulls out like one single piece of dynamite that is ridiculously oversized. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we can put that in a dress and maybe the jackbox will think that it's nothing (laughs) slash poorly. But it's not. It's a giant stick of dynamite. There you go. Just draw a face on it. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Have you got two of those giant dynamites? Of course I do. We'll just do the same thing twice. You guys, you guys think outside of the box. I enjoy that. Good. Um, yeah. So it gives you that giant stick of dynamite. And it comes with, like, straps. So you can just wear that dynamite like a backpack. Cool. And then he also gives you a couple of plastic, no, paper bags. He's he's environmentally conscious. <laughs> paper, bag, paper bags full of dynamite sticks. Uh, and he... Also throws in a motion sensor. Oh. So that, you know what? And he even goes like, I can be creative too. And he shapes the motion sensor to look like a head. Excellent. So that you can place it on top of the giant stick of dynamite. Thank you very much. Um, What about like some trip wires or some such? You got any of them? Oh, of course. Of course. And he hands you some trip wires. Thank you. And... Ooh, grease. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. we'll, we'll grease the floors like it's home alone. Well, of course I've got grease. I I make I trade in guns. <laughs> and so he gives you he gives you some grease. <laughs> Couple buckets of grease. Nice. You guys are all loaded. I mean, you've got bags full of dynamite sticks, two backpacks of Comically, uh, comically large, large dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> yeah. You've got Ugh. motion sensors that are like heads. Um, have you got a spare echo stone? Oh. Yes, yes, I do. I'm not even going to ask where it. this goes. Here you go. Thanks. I don't know that you guys can carry anymore. I think we're okay. Oh, you know what? Here's some wigs, too. Oh, yeah. Randy told me that this was for Nettie and... Polly, so I, I I see where you're going here. Yep, thanks. And since we can't carry anymore, I just put one of the wigs on. <laughs> Perfect. No, you put both the wigs on, right? Both the wigs on. Nice. <laughs> I have to start calling you looking good, boy. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's us set up. Are you splitting up to go set up the traps? I reckon we should. I mean, like, that will get it done quicker, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if we split into two teams of two, and then we can meet back at Randy's when we're done, and then we can work on letting the Don know, you know, like sending him a message. All right, then you guys are going to split up. Well, how are you splitting up? Don't mind. We could stick with the same teams that we had before. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Works for me. Are you okay being stuck with Tarquin Phaleon? Yes, I was trying to remember what the teams were. (laughs) 
Well, to be fair, Phelion, the last time we went on an adventure, you got um, cocaineed off your yeah. face. So oh, man. <laughs> it's understandable that you would forget. <laughs> Iridium caned. Yeah, she's like, sorry, my mistake. There was canes before? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys go to your warehouses. Who's going to 555 and who's going to 666? Oh, 666, I just realized. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man, what a waste of a perfectly good setup. Well, wait, did we get two of the giant dynamites or only one? Two. We got two. Should we pop over to the tailors and buy them some dresses? Just to make them look all convincing, like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to the. We can go to the tailors anyway and check on pigeon sweater. Yes, we can kill two birds with one stone. Oh, even though that's freezing. a horrible, horrible <laughs> metaphor. I like, apologize. <laughs> Pigeon's obviously upset now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait outside. I'll wait outside. Oh, he's probably not going to be too happy to see me and Good Boy either. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Felion, you're the only one with a legit... A, who hasn't been a complete dick to the tailor, and B, with a legit reason to be there. Also, as a lady, probably look the least suspicious buying some dresses. <laughs> okay. So you just want to send her in by herself? I'm getting two <laughs> dresses and my sweater. And a sweater, okay. yeah. I'm going into the tailor's shop. I know I had kind of a voice for the tailor, but for, I didn't think you guys were going to go to the tailor today, so I didn't I didn't research that. So, hello! Oh, you, you're here! Sorry for the mess! And you see the... You've now, you haven't been there before, so you see an oil stain being dragged out into the street, and a blood stain being dragged out into the street outside of there, and there's clothes racks that are kind of tossed around it's it's a bit of a mess i'm surprised he hasn't cleaned up yet hasn't it been a while <laughs> yeah it's been a day oh so, yeah right that was yesterday for him yeah it's not as bad as when they left but those stains are still there he tried to scrub them out but it just kind of smeared it but but yeah he says oh i i actually have your your sweater you're here for your pigeon sweater i even remember its name that's surprising because I don't remember telling you his name. <laughs> uh oh. I feel like you did. Oh. Maybe I did. Because there's always the conversation of like, that's a weird name. Okay, well, if not, I've heard legend, I suppose. I believe you. I'm not going to make this weird. It's already weird. <laughs> I made a, a, I made a sweater for a hummingbird. <laughs> uh, so. He goes to the back, comes out holding it in two fingers, pinched between two fingers. What what does your sweater look like? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it's just an itty bitty sweater and it's like a sunset so that he looks like even more multicolored. Aw, cute. It's a cute little sweater. So it's got like the sun at the bottom and pretty like layers of a sunset. Yes, exactly. Going up. That's so cute. It's like crazy multicolored clothing. This guy's specialty. <laughs> it apparently is. Which is great. <laughs> this is canon. That's what the sign outside says. Crazy multicolored clothes. <laughs> <laughs> 
He said, this was pretty fun to make. I, I must admit, it was nice to have a challenge, especially with all the crap that's happened the last two days. Well, thank you. And I hold out the sweater and Pigeon flies through it and puts it on. And the the tailor looks in awe. It's even more glorious on than I imagined. <laughs> Pigeon has like a little tear in his eye. He's so excited. <laughs> oh, cute. I also need two dresses. They can look like anything. I just need two dresses. Oh, great. Okay. He goes to one rack and pulls out these like very vibrant, multicolored. One's tie-dye, like, you know, rainbow tie-dye. And another one is just like splashes of color. Like if you were like spraying ink or uh, spraying paint all over it. Paint splatter. That's what it's called, right? Paint splatter? (laughs) Will these work? Those are beautiful. Those are perfect. Okay. Well, that'll be 60 gold. Cool. I will pay you 60 gold. Perfect. Takes the 60 gold, gives you the dresses. Is there anything else I can do for you? Nope, I think I'm good. I've spent enough gold. Okay. Toodles. Bye. (laughs) And then you stand there awkwardly. (laughs) (laughs) I've made it weird. The thing I didn't want to do. (laughs) No, you didn't. All right, so you come out, show them the dresses. Cool dresses. Uh, Good boy and Mercurius. Which which dress do you want for your dynamite lady? Hmm. We want the tie-dye one. Because it matches good boy's skag shirt. (laughs) That's what I was going to say, too. Okay. And we'll take the uh, paint splatter one. Well, let's split up and go do this then. Let's lay some traps. So you guys each go to your different places. Oh, before we split up, Good Boy's got both the wigs. So I'm going to take one of the wigs from Good Boy. Because you can't have a dynamite woman without a wig. Obviously. Everyone knows this. This is like rule one of making an explosive dynamite lady. All right. uh, You guys split up. You go to, who's going to 666 and who's going to 555? I want to go to 666. Okay, perfect. Uh, we'll do uh, 555 first because it's earlier. It's it's closer ever so slightly. It's earlier. It's an earlier address. It's an earlier address, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they only show up at certain times of day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally a warehouse. A warehouse, it turns into, oh my god, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Side mission for later, writing this down. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Before 5.55 p.m., it's just a normal house. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Legends say you can hear it hear it screeching at night like as if there's factory wheels in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) If it bites you, it turns you into a house too. (laughs) 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 Alright, so Mercurius and Phaleon, you both are at the 555. What are you doing? Set it up. Uh, Mercurius is with Good Boy, isn't he? Shit, yes, sorry. (laughs) Okay, Tarquin and Phaleon, you both show up at 555, and let's do this. Let's have, 
you do like one of you do something, then the other do something, kind of back and forth with the materials you have. So right now you've got the backpack, and you guys can be thinking of this too, Mercurius and Good Boy. So you've got the well, the oversized dynamite stick. You've got two bags of dynamite, two buckets of grease, trip wire. This is my grocery list. And <laughs> the sense, well, we'll just say that the sensor uh, mirror installed on top of the oversized dynamite because it's supposed to be the head. Oh, and you've got the dresses. Yep. But we know, we'll just put the dresses on the oversized dynamite. We, we know that's happening, so you don't need to do that. Is there anything else I'm missing? I've got the spare echo stone. Oh, you've got, yeah. And you're you're the only one with that. So you get into the warehouse. It's pretty big and empty. You know, there, there's like boxes of stuff, uh, old broken furniture, wooden boxes. That's That's what you got. Crates, I guess. That's what those are called. Are there any stairs in the warehouse? Yeah, there's stairs in kind of near the back corner that lead up to a small office above. Like, this used to be a factory where they produced things, and so there's, like, an overseer's office where one ruler can just watch over all the little peons. Is there a basement? Not in this one, no. God damn it. Well, Felion, you can go first. You can choose first. <laughs> okay. So we have the dress, too, right? Uh, yeah, the dress... You put on top, You like we were just going to assume the dress goes on the giant stick of dynamite. So you don't have to do that. That's the one thing I knew how to do. <laughs> you know how to dress a stick of dynamite. <laughs> you know what though? You can like prep the body. You've got the wig and, you know, try and make it as close to. Oh, did you guys decide who's doing what, which one? Like Nettie or Polly? No. You can quickly echo the other and say, hey, by the way, we're doing X. Well, is Nettie wearing a dress? No, Nettie's not the type to wear a dress. Oh. Also, Polly was wearing a wedding dress, so it's not like, you know, <laughs> they're just clothes. This is just something comical. <laughs> no, but so that out of the corner of your eye, we want it to look like a woman, not a stick of dynamite. So, right. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm going to take the dynamite body and put it towards the back of the warehouse and get it all set up with the wig and the motion detector was the head, right? Yep. Okay, get that all set up in the back of the building. Okay, roll an interact check. Okay, I rolled a 19. Oh, damn. All right, it's looking good. You got it to look like a person you know even you you know you as you're walking away you're like oh shit is there some back there oh no oh right i did that <laughs> <laughs> so it looks good we're gonna say that your the wig you have there looks like uh netty so you guys are doing the netty one okay what color of hair does netty have you decide kimmy um she's a brunette all right uh tarquin what do you want to do I am going to generally splob a trail of slippy grease from the entrance to where Nettie is placed. Is that just one bucket or use both buckets to... How much is in a bucket? Would one bucket be enough to get from the door to Nettie? 
Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's use both of them. Let's let's be liberal with the okay, grease. Okay, sure. Roll an inner... All the grease. I'm just going to... Roll an interact check. Uh, 17. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. You get that grease all put out. I'm thinking, so when a robot appears in the door, it will just comically, Scooby-Doo style, sort of slip all the way to the dynamite lady. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, you know what? Instead of doing... Just going back and forth, we can go to... Uh, Mercurius and Good Boy, and then we can just kind of cycle through all four of you. So you two get to the other warehouse, 666, and open the door and hear a ooh as the wind comes out. Oh, this one's haunted. Yeah, it's definitely haunted. That's dope. Yeah, so you guys go in, and your warehouse looks different than theirs. Yours is, uh, what other kind of warehouses are there? There's only two kind, right? Drug warehouses and... Abattoir. What is that? You know, like where you kill all the animals and that. Slaughterhouse. Oh, yeah. oh damn. Yep, it's a Dude. slaughterhouse. Oh, that's brutal. Yep. So it's got... It, it doesn't have meat laying around or anything, but it's got the hooks, right? And there's like a refrigerator. Actually, there's a... There's like stairs downstairs, and there's kind of mist coming up from there. So you got the freezer in the basement. Cool. This place is creepy as. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's fitting I'll for take... being six six six. I'll take the the stick of dynamite woman and put her in the freezer basement. So you go downstairs. Yeah, there's the giant freezer. It's got hooks in there, and you see this lady with black hair, and she looks at you and goes. <laughs> And then disappears. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize someone was in here. <laughs> you could have just said occupied. I mean, <laughs> ghosts don't have matters, manners, or manners. Ghosts don't matter. <laughs> no, ghosts matter. They just don't have matter. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> ghosts they're most well known for not having matter and manners but they do haunt manners yes Ooh, Ooh, spitting bars right now what the hell <laughs> yeah. okay so you set up uh the <laughs> this dino lady dino uh what's her name dino polly what color of hair does polly have B- blurple Purple. That's not. She's, purple. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mean purple? Yeah, that that's that's a real color. Of course, Polly purple. Polly yeah. purple hair is the kid's color. Classic. <laughs> All right, roll an interact check. Seventeen. Wow, with the interact checks today. Yeah. All right, it looks good. It looks like a solid. It looks like a. It looks like Polly. Good. In a paint splatter shirt. Oh my goodness. Poly purple hair when the paint splatter shirt. <laughs> oh, dude. Her dress. I thought we had the tie-dye. Oh, you do? Shoot, I need to reverse that. Well, shit. My alliteration <laughs> is ruined. Thanks, Matt. That's right. Now you know how I feel every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in her tie-dye shirt. Looks great in there. Uh, good boy, what up? What you doing? I think I'm going to... Uh take some of the grease and smear it on the stairs. That's a good spot for some grease. Okay. Roll an interact check. That's a 14 plus, I don't think I have anything in my interact. 
We'll just say 14. Okay, yeah, it's good. It dribbles down the stairs. It's not a hard task. Do I need to di- like disguise it in any way? Can I sprinkle sawdust on it or something? Yeah, you could. Yeah. You know, I'll just let you do that. Well, no, roll another interact check. Roll another an interact check. Ooh, it's a net 20. Okay, yeah, that is perfectly disguised. Like, you get the layers it layered on there so that it just looks like dusty stairs. Dirty stairs. Dirty oh. stairs. She's performing at Randy's later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dirty stairs, my favorite drag queen. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go back to Tarquin. You were the one. No, no, no. Phelion, you started it, right? I did. Actually, you know what? Because you guys just did the same type of stuff, like, you know, you did the dino setup and the other set, grease setup. Let's have, let's just go backwards. So let's start with Mercurius. How about some, uh, well, I don't want to put the tripwire dynamite too close to the door because I don't want them just blowing up instantly when they get there. So maybe some tripwire dynamite um, at the bottom of the stairs after the grease? Yeah, you can do that. Should I use a whole sack of dynamite or... I don't know. How much dynamite do we want on this tripwire? The, well, there is also the the comically large stick of dynamite that's down there. So Right, on the motion sensor. Yeah. yeah maybe I should put it upstairs. Well, I mean, like we could we could do both. I think. Yeah, uh, between some of the meat hooks. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, just hang it from the meat hooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it look like meat. Are you making the that. dynamite look like meat? Yeah, hang it from the meat hooks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love this. Roll an interact check. That is a sixteen. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. It it's it's pretty meat looking. You know, in the dark. It's just mm. like a shadowy red thing hanging from there. I love me. Uh, and the, are, is the tripwire, are you like stringing the tripwire almost like a clothesline between the yeah. meat as well? That's nice. what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, and, and in a freezer, it's perfect. That'll contain the explosion. Yeah. There's meat hooks down in the basement, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Because it's a, it's like the freezer where they would hang the frozen meat, right, to, to yeah. save it. And okay. then upstairs, there's the meat hooks, so they're like more prepping it, cutting it. Yeah, just for funsies. Yeah. It's a couple meat hooks just for fun. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's just meat hooks for, like, you know, decoration. There's, yeah. you know, gold inlaid meat hooks, and that's where they show the investors. They're like, oh, yeah, see, we are a place of fine taste. <laughs> you do so many activities in here. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll have these these uh, meat like dynamites in the base on the in the basement meat hooks on the in the basement. Skibbity wop bop bow. Yes. Um, do you have? Did you use one bag of dynamite or two? Let's. I think that's a two bag of dynamite job. That's a, that's a two bag that works. Yeah, unless you want to save a couple sticks to put somewhere else. But... I don't have any ideas for. Uh, you got anything? No, not at the moment. Okay, uh, Mercurius. You go to go up the stairs and good boy standing at the top of them, spreading <laughs> sawdust over the stairs. Ah, yes. Very good. Are you just going to walk up the stairs? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> Is there an elevator? <laughs> there... Oh, you know what? Yeah, there totally would be. You know, there's a little elevator. Sh- it's like a, not an elevator, but like a, it's like a shaft 
where they just have a hook that comes down and up and down, right? Like, so that they can bring the meat down that way rather than trying to carry meat down the stairs. That would make sense. Yeah, Like a well, but for meat. (laughs) A meat well. Yeah, you've never heard of a meat well? (laughs) Must be an American thing. I think there's a a gay bar called that in town. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The ring girl needs somewhere to stay. (laughs) Is that what she was doing down here? Is this the bottom of the well that she lives at? (laughs) <laughs> when the jackpot comes it crawls out of the meat well towards them <laughs> she's, that's why she's so angry all the time because she's actually a vegetarian she got chucked down the meat well <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah there's that meat well are you can i guess there's a hook down at the bottom and that has a chain that goes up top and goes over like a pulley system and there's another chain by the well so sweet you go to do that like climb it but as you pull on it it you know it pulls the chain oh so it's so it's coming it's coming off the pulley yeah like it starts to come off the pulley good boy you can see that chain move okay so i just i just asked him hey could could you give me a hand with this pull me up all right yeah i'll I'll do it okay let's roll an interact check i don't do that (laughs) what'd you roll (laughs) five Okay. Dude, I rolled a five too. Oh no. Winners. I'm going down the meat well. You start to pull it and you pull super duper hard and Mercurius isn't holding on very tight. And so he falls off from that like jolt of mo- motion and falls down the on his bum in the meat well. And the chain goes up and gets stuck because he pulled so hard. <laughs> That's like a nat one reaction, but I, you know what? I'm just going to do it because I, I think like it's it. great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, that sucks. You're stuck there. Let's go back to Mer- You guys can be thinking about I'll that. Think about it. Yeah. Now we're going to go back to Tarquin. I am going to, right. It's come to my attention. Right. So, um, Nettie, uh, is at the back of the warehouse. If the robot comes in through the door as we and we've laid the trail of grease, it's probably not going to be moving very fast. So I want to, you know, like a imagine a boot on the end of a piece of wood that will swing down behind him and just sort of kick him along the greasy trail. That's what I want to build. <laughs> okay, roll an interact check. Oh, 12. It's like uh semi-functional right like it doesn't have any you are you building it like by the entrance so like the jackpot would walk in and it would kick it behind yeah so push it in there i'm imagining yeah so maybe one of the trip wires right across the doorway so when it steps in the boot thing swings out behind it and pushes it along yeah okay so as it does that type of thing it doesn't really have any momentum so it'll come down and kick them in the booty but it doesn't really like no it'd be more like a firm just pat on the ass rather than a yeah firm. exactly that's fine so that's done you've used your trip wire for that wait did we only have the one trip wire it's like you have one long trip wire so you cut that and okay, used yep. only enough for the door because the other trip wire is like strung through the hooks the meat hooks right so they're like clothesline clothes lines but the meat hooks in the other warehouse right in the other warehouse that's what i'm saying though like they had enough to string them across oh right yeah okay cool cool cool. 
All right, well, that's, that same kind of mount. that's what I've just set up. Over to you, Phelion. <laughs> cool. I definitely know what I'm doing. Like, do I string dynamite together? Is that a thing? Yeah, you can do that. So where you've put Nettie is like underneath that, in the back, underneath that office that's above. Okay, I'm going to go upstairs into the office thing. And I'm going to put the dynamite. I think I'm going to use, do you want to use a bag of dynamite, Tarquin? Or should I just use all of it? I use all of it. My my next plan does not involve dynamite. Okay. I'm just going to use all the dynamite and put it in the office. And then um, I'm going to have Pigeon peck a hole into the ground and string the, the tripwire down and then tie it to Nettie. Whew. That's a mighty fine plan. So roll your interact check. Okay, this is scary. <laughs> I got a 10. You don't have enough tripwire to make it underneath. <laughs> and the, the hole is kind of coarse. So it like bunches up. And that's why you don't have enough tripwire. You would have, but but it just like was bunching up in that hole too much. So there's just like tripwire hanging halfway to Nettie. Uh, but, you've, you know, you've set up the tripwire and connected it to the other stuff you know enough about dynamite that if just the oversized oversized dynamite stick blows up, it should chain react and blow up the other dynamite. It might be good enough. Okay. You think. I'm hoping. All right, we'll go back to Mercurius and Good Boy, stuck in a well. I still don't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, well, how big would that be? You know, maybe 10 feet up. I, you know, the best I came up with was just going full parkour. I wanted to try and wall jump my way up like Samus. Do it, yeah. Roll for Traverse. Okay. 16 and I have no bonuses to Traverse. Well, that was a good plan and it worked. Nice. You go and you like kick off one wall, kick off another. Yeah, you just go like back and forth up the wall until you grab onto the ledge and pull yourself out. And then I say parkour. Is there anything else you you don't have anything left? Uh, you've used your grease, you've used your dynamite, used the giant stuff. Is there anything else you guys want to do in yeah, this okay. warehouse? Is there a bucket handy? You've got the empty grease buckets. Perfect. Okay. Two of them. Uh, I would like to fill one of those up with water and place it in a doorway. <laughs> <laughs> An oldie buddy goodie. My signature move. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, you know, there's like a old rusty tap and you pour the water in. It's real gross looking, you know, like nice. there's rust and gunk in there because this is an abandoned warehouse. And so now it's just this like mixture of rust, just old grease that you had in there. Slurry. Uh, slurry and water. Just yeah. Grody. I love it. There's not a lot of doors. There's like the side entrance and the main entrance. Okay. To this place. I'm going to put it on the side entrance. Uh, roll for interact. That's a nat one. <laughs> oh, okay. As you're putting it up, the bucket falls on yourself. Yep. <laughs> and now you're covered in this greasy, rusty slime. <laughs> nice. Uh, I got to give you damage for that, right? 
you take two out of points a roll. of embarrassment damage. Two points of embarrassment. Psychic damage. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I take psychic damage on my shields? No, no. Do it right to your health. Right to my health. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just over on the other side of the warehouse, like pretending I didn't notice. It's it's really awkward. I appreciate that. I appreciate you not making it weird laughing at me. Um, did we did we get a rest in between last episode and now? A rest? Yeah, no. like did, did, we didn't regain health or anything? No. Two points of damage would be enough to kill me with what I have. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, then. <laughs> Can I die? Oh, that's so funny. I killed myself. <laughs> yeah. This changes everything. So that bucket of grease falls on you, hits your head, you slip, and good boy's trying to ignore you, but you're not getting up. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) we're going to say there's like last stand here, right? So like in the video games, you go into last chance, last stand. Uh, well, so, so I just can, have to shoot someone? Yeah, you like half sit up and you just have your gun out like, uh, can I kill something? Can I kill something to get back up? I always hated that in the games when you'd go into last stand, but like the guy that shot you was a sniper you can't reach or something. You're just sitting there like, well, guess I'll die. Or a bucket. <laughs> or a bucket. <laughs> and it's still on your head, so you can't even see anything. Ah, Lovely. <laughs> Good way. Are you still going to awkwardly pretend like nothing happened? Can I do something about it? I don't know what I can do about it. Yeah, I'm going to Yeah, you can go over there and do an interact check to heal him. Okay. <laughs> this is not in the the bunker master's guide, but I'm adding this because I want I want this to be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll do that then. Uh that's a five. Okay. Uh, we're going to say that you come back with quarter health. Okay. Oh, well, that was that was embarrassing. <laughs> I'm still oh. trying to pretend like nothing happened. Like, I just go over and say, like, uh, I'm going to – can I borrow this bucket? All yours, buddy. Here you go. I don't <laughs> want to ever see that bucket again. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else you wanted to try and do, good boy? Um, no, no. I think that's probably good. Okay, then I'm just gonna. You guys leave. Ooh. Six, six, six. <laughs> and as you leave, and the door's closing, there's just that figure of the creepy ring lady, right? The dark-haired girl, just staring at you, and she's kind of snickering at what happened. Oh. <laughs> It like it gave her a smile, you know. Oh, good. You did a I'm good awesome. deed. I'm always glad to entertain. All right, back to Tarquin and Phaleon. Any last things you want to do? Uh, can I call Randy on the Echo, the spare Echo Stone? Of course, yeah. Hi, Randy. It's Tarquin. Hey, what's up, Tarquin? Um, can you put Nettie on the phone, please? Uh, yeah, hold on. You hear them go downstairs. Hey there, champ. You you got someone here on the Echo for you. Oh, is it my boss? Did you... Are you going to let me go? Hi, Nettie. It's me. It's Tarquin. Remember? The guy that shot you in the leg? Oh, shit. <laughs> how, you feeling? how you feeling, my love? I'm going to hit record. I'm going to hit record. Boop. I feel like shit. 
you shot me in the leg and it and then they tried to treat it with skag fire and it burns like hell this sucks i'm gonna kill you you bastard okay thanks bye bye um <laughs> yeah i'm just worried that like the last two things that me and Phaleon did were a bit shoddy on the interact scores so now i'm just going to play that recording of netty on a loop because obviously the robot will think it's her and we'll go blindly into the warehouse because it can hear her voice and i imagine she's probably a bit of a grumpy bitch anyway so it sounds just like her <laughs> so i'm gonna tuck, right. i'm gonna tuck that down the cleavage of the dynamite lady oh of course yeah because yeah. phaleon made it so good that it definitely had cleavage yeah absolutely roll an interact check what to see whether i can put a phone down a cleavage well wow. we're gonna see like how well the recording turned out and that would be an eight. <laughs> an eight? Okay. It's like sort of muffled. It has a it has a muffled sound when you put it down there. But you can still kind of hear it. Fair enough. It's like, you bastard. Oh, yeah, no, but that's all right. Because if it's a hostage, the robot might think that she's got something over her mouth. Yeah, that's fine. I can deal with that. All right, Phaleon, is there anything else you want to do before you leave? Nope, I think I'm good. Cool. Heading back to Randy's. All right, y'all are back at Randy's. Are you going inside or just meeting outside? I suppose we can just meet outside. Sure. Okay. How how did it go in your warehouse, guys? Totally fine. Can you I smell meat? I didn't get stuck down a meat well or get killed by a bucket. None <laughs> of that happened. Excellent. <laughs> uh, can I take a bath? There's a bathroom in your room at, at Randy's. If we have time, I would like to freshen up. This is like mid-afternoon, so you're getting... Late, you're, you know, it, it's almost evening time. All right, we could just go, we could go too. We could just do this. Oh, we have to tell the Don the thing. We have but to I think we should, we should send that when we're positioned close to the Don's house because then we can yeah. see when the jackbots have left. So we know the right. coast is clear to sneak inside. So should we head over to the Don's, like a place where we can see the Don's house and then we send uh, the message and then we just keep an eye out for when the jackbots leave. Yep, sounds good. You guys go to the Don's house, the Don, the Red Herd's mansion. There's still the two guards posted out front, the same ones from before at the wedding. This is just later in the day. So you know, all the guests have cleared out. Most of the wedding stuff has been cleaned up, but there's still some staff going in and out, carrying boxes out of there and, and emptying out you know, the tents and whatnot. Cool. The wasted food. Can we be hidden? Like, what are the surrounding grounds? Can we, like, is there somewhere where we can be where the guards won't see us? Like, yeah, there's like buildings and like, you know, just it's like a street, right? Like, across the street from the Red Herd Mansion is buildings, like houses, apartments, or whatever. So, do we still want to have Pigeon deliver the hostage note? Yeah. Phaleon, write the note. What? <laughs> Yeah, you got to write the note, the host or the, what would you call that? Oh, the ransom note? Yeah. I guess so, but we don't, are we asking for a ransom? Not no. Really. <laughs> Just the notice. <laughs> to whom it may concern. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're just telling them, telling the Don that we have Polly and Nettie. It's a long note. Different addresses. <laughs> well, you gotta let them know where they are, right? Okay. 
Oh, but to make sure he sends the jackbots like quick, you'd be like, come now or we kill them at midnight or something, you know, like, so he has to send the jackbots now. Okay. So this is probably like 4 p.m. right now. Okay, 6 p.m. We kill them at 6. Because that's when my shows are on. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give me time to get home. 7 o'clock is bones. <laughs> Which in this world... Stories. <laughs> in this world, Bones is about a necromancer that brings back dead people to solve their their own murders. I'd watch that. That's a that is a brilliant idea for a show. Jesus, <laughs> I was going to say that. So it's pushing daisies. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. It's already a show, man. Of course, it's already a show. That's way too good. <laughs> but it's a lot darker. So like they bring them back, and you know they got shot in the throat, so they can't talk. So they can only like point and like gurgle, and it's it's gruesome. Nice. It still has David Boreanaz in it, though, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm writing this note. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna write with my non-writing hand, so they can't recognize it that it's me. Smart. Just in case. Just in cases. Yeah, down the line. Yes. You don't so- want to be like notarizing for somebody and then being like, wait a minute. Exactly. You're not using headed paper, you know, like from the desk of failure. (laughs) 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 Okay. Do you want me to explain exactly what I'm writing or just I'm writing the note with my. Either way. Do you, if you want to say what you're writing, go for it. I'm good. I'm just writing with my non dominant hand. And they give it to Pigeon. Where does Pigeon take it? To the front door. Okay, yeah. Pigeon goes to the front door, knocks on it with its little beak, and someone comes and opens the door. I thought the guards um, were already outside the door. No, no, that's the gates. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. And so, yeah, the someone a butler opens the door and sees Pigeon there holding something, the note. Does Pigeon just drop it or... He kindly places it, tries to place it in their hand. Okay, they like flinch a little bit, uh, but then grab the note hesitantly. And they say, I... They grab out one gold coin (laughs) and hand it to Pigeon, like as a tip. Okay, Pigeon takes it greedily and then flies back to me. Does Pigeon keep the gold coin for himself or does he give it to you? He gives it to me because he has no pockets in his sweater, so. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Well, then you gain one gold. Excellent. All right. A little bit of time passes, maybe 30 minutes, and you see, oh, shoot. Who are the two jackpots left? I've got. Sheila Swordsley and Alma Salt. Ah, he's good. Yes. I was going to say, like, Stinky Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's you right now. (laughs) Oh, it really is. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. So the jackbots, you see one jackbot with sword arms come out and is just at full sprint. They don't even go through the gate. Like they just jump over the gate and sprint down a street. Another one comes out and it's wearing like, like robes almost like tattered robes and an assault rifle or a combat rifle, does the same type of thing, comes out, sprints, uh, but this one can't jump as high. It just, like, grabs onto the top of the wall and parkours over it 
and then runs down a different street. The jackbots have been redirected. So now we can go in and get the Don. I thought of an idea, obviously because it's the same day of the wedding, and we were all at the wedding as that catering company. Could we like bullshit and say like we came back to do a customer satisfaction survey and that'll get us through the door and then we there can just go. get straight to the dawn. I like it. I was going to say, I think, Mercurius, you've got the best talk, but you're also currently covered in shit. So maybe I'm we should I'm also very stinky. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the next best talkie after Mercurius? I'm, I've got minus one, so it's not me. I've got a one. Yeah, Phalion would be the next best. Or, you know, good boy with his negative four. Yeah. Minus four. <laughs> so... If we all go, if we all get our tuxedos back on, go up to the door, but then Phaleon explains that we are here, or, you know, either to just pick up our stuff that we left from the way, you know, whatever. We're the catering company and we've come back to do blah. Are you, so you, are you dressed back in your tuxedos? Yes. I'm going to say yes. We're going to put our tuxedos back on. Okay. Well, I'm going to put mine back on. I don't care what anyone else is doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, everybody put on their tuxedos. Okay, everybody puts back on their tuxedos. You go up to the gate. Uh, the guard recognizes you and say, oh, what are you doing back here? Wedding's wedding's over. We are here. We're the catering company, and we're here to pick up what we left and also do a survey of how things went. Roll a talk check. A 16. Oh, that makes sense. Go on in. They open the gate, let you in. Thank you. Oh, by the way, mate, where, where's the Don at? Obviously, we need to ask him this survey as our as the person who hired us. Roll a talk check. Oh, God damn it. Not, not just going to let you ride off Bailey on 16. <laughs> That's a 10. I don't know. Okay, thanks. Talk to the madam of the house because she, which I'm pretty sure a madam of the house is like for a <laughs> brothel or something, but whatever. It's a criminal organization. Maybe she is. <laughs> Okay, thanks, mate. I didn't super describe the house before, even though I definitely had it all planned out when you guys came last time. So, here we go. As you enter the gate, it's like symmetrical. So, on the left and right side, there is a topiary of a skag and a saurian, and then there's like a bench between them. And then closer to the house, there's rack topiaries. Topiaries. Then there's stairs, like rounded stairs, arched. I don't know how, how you would say that, like half circles, stairway leading up to the front door. There's some windows by the rack topiaries that are right against the door. And then to the left are the gardens. And to the right, you can see what look like stables to you. Well, where are we? We uh, Are we downstairs, main floor? There's a, there's an upstairs, I'm assuming? You guys aren't in the house, so you just walked in. You're just entering the gate, so... Oh, we're entering the gate, okay. Yep. Well, Don's going to be in the house, presumably. Should we just knock on the door? I mean, the guards have let us in. Sure. <laughs> so you know about three different entrances. So there's the front door, there's the side door where the DJ was kind of set up, and then there's a back door over by where those tents were. And that was like the servant's entrance. Is the wedding cake still around? I want some of that wedding cake. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Uh, no, you don't see any wedding cake. <sighs> I mean, the servant's entrance would be easiest to get in, but it's unlikely that the Don would be anywhere near that area. The guards know we're here for the survey or whatever, so True. I'm kind of thinking we just walk up to the front door and knock on it. Yeah, I bet. let's do that. Okay. 
You knock on the door. That same butler that had answered before opens the door. Yes? Hello, kind sir. We are here to ask the Don for a customer satisfaction uh, survey and also to get some of our stuff that we left. Well, the Don is not to be interrupted, but you can go around the back and grab your stuff. Um, may we know where the Don is so we can leave the survey for him to complete at his leisure? I will take it from you now. Um, let me just have a quick discussion with my catering team to discern which one of us has the customer satisfaction survey, old chum. Quick plan. We give it to Jeeves and then we follow him to wherever he goes so we know where the Don is. Who's got the best sneak? I've got plus two. Got uh, plus one. I think I have... Th- Three? It doesn't say plus three. It just says three. Okay, yeah, so I'm pretty sure you have a plus three. So there you go. So not only, Phaleon, are you the second best talker, but you are the sneakiest one. We'll hand him the thing, and then Phaleon can like try and follow him. So you, you're just handing him a piece of paper with... Do you write on it? Do you write some questions? Well, no, it's a sealed envelope, obviously. Yeah, you hand him the sealed envelope, and he says, okay, and shuts the door, oh. and... Like, you know, you can't see what he does, so... Because the door's shut. Because the door's shut. Um, (laughs) Quick failure. Sneak in. Sneak in. I know. I was going to wonder if I could sneak in while before it closed or, like, try to sneak open the door. Yes. Roll your sneak check. 16. You manage to, like, slyly put your foot in the door and quiet it as it it shuts, uh, so it doesn't quite shut all the way, and then push your way in. Are you the only one going inside? Are you leaving the door open? Like, what are you guys going to do? Are you just going to wait outside while she she sneaks in? Well, we've got free. The dude said we can go to the servant quarters and get our stuff. So we can still yeah. head inside and pretend we're going to there, to the kitchens or wherever. Just through the house? Yeah. I'm on a mission to find some of that wedding cake. Everybody roll a sneak check then if you're all going into the house. No, but why do we why do we need to sneak? The butler said we could go in. No, he said to go around the back. Fuck the butler. Yeah. Sixteen. Three. Uh, I got a ten. Both Mercurius and Good Boy come in there. Mercurius is like forgets completely that you guys are even supposed to be sneaking in there and that you're not supposed to, you know, like very, very ignorantly just walking in. Uh <laughs> Opens the door further. <laughs> Loudly belch. And uh, there's, right as you walk in, there's two purple statues that are to your left and right. And uh, Phaleon and Tarquin managed to, like, position themselves right behind those uh, as you hear the other members of your party making noise. Uh, and the butler turns around and says, no, no, you must go around. Don't come in the house. Okay, we will do that. The cake's more likely in the servants' quarters anyway, right? Or like the the kitchens back there, so... Okay, so yeah, you both go outside. Uh, I assume you are heading around the house to go to that those servants' entrance? Yeah. yeah. All right, party split. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Not again. Tarquin and Phaleon, you have managed to sneak. Uh, so you're behind those that purple statue. It's a statue of a donkey. And as you come out, there's like a... Is it a donkey because he's Mr. Key and he's the Don? <laughs> That's really good. You call him Don Key. <laughs> <laughs> Set up from the beginning. Oh, dun, 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 big reveal. <laughs> um, yeah. So that... like, 
Wait, hold on, hold on. Is that the joke that you were telling me about that you've been hinting at the whole time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's very underwhelming. What a jackass. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh. I told Matt a while, like, after, like, episode two, I was like, yeah, there's, like, a joke that's, like, hidden in there that nobody's noticed yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that definitely hyped it up for you. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, oh my gosh. Worth it. So worth it. <laughs> That's the dumbest joke ever, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so then there's like those two statues, you hid behind one of them together, and then there's the there's a circle, uh, like a... I don't know what you call it, like a round base for another statue that's got a purple donkey with a crown on it. And then there's the stairs behind it that led upstairs. You're kind of familiar. You're familiar with that and having fallen down them in a box <laughs> in the speech checker 3000 or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Can we see where the butler goes? Yes. Yeah. So the butler heads off to the right. So opposite of where the servant's entrance is, uh, goes down and opens a door and starts heading down some stairs. Follow him, follow him, follow him. I'm going to let your guys' 16s ride. So, yeah, you go follow him. He goes down the stairs. Um, but as you get to that door, let me describe what else you see. You can see past the stairs, like, you know, it, it goes down and it's like a large dining room. And then you see a room uh, with armory written above it in fancy lettering and then against the wall like the side house of the wall so not like the back or front side right like the side of the house there's the bathrooms and there's just like a bunch of doors there's six different doors that are all bathrooms oh uh but then yeah then there's the stairs down okay and the butler went down the stairs yep yeah well i want to i want to follow him down the stairs okay or are you say wait? Are you hinting? Should we stock? No, because if we stock up in the armory, we'll lose where the butler went. So no, with your distractions. That's fine. That's fair. <laughs> okay, yeah. You guys go downstairs. While you're heading downstairs, we'll go to the back of the house. Uh, are you guys gonna go in, Mercurius and Good Boy? Are you just coming in through that servant entrance? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some people kind of bust occasionally coming in and out of there carrying boxes. Nobody pays you any mind as you get in there. There's rooms around you. You know, you're less in a hurry than, or less on a mission than Tarquin was when he came through. So to your right, it looks like kind of a pantry type thing. And then to the left looks like a large storage room. Uh, and then straight in front of you, you can see a kitchen. All right. Let's, uh, well, I don't know. What do you want to do, good boy? Which room seems like it's the most likely to have a cake? Either the pantry or the kitchen, I would imagine. Yeah, let's try the kitchen. That seems like it's kind of on the way anyway. I'm going to make this cake thing a thing. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you walk in, and as you walk in, you get a full view of the kitchen. It is really a large room, and at the counter, there is the wedding cake. Oh, hell yeah. And it is glorious. It's like multi-tiered, and then it's got pillars on it that are made out of... Marzipan? Marzipan, yeah, there we go. It has marzipan pillars, and then that's holding up like two more tiers of cake, 
and at the top is a likeness of Polly and Ben, and then the Skag right next to them, Polly's <laughs> beloved Skag. Well, first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get some of that cake. People are coming and going from the kitchen and everything, so you, you walk up to the cake. You know what? I think I'm just going like, to grab it, just grab a fistful. <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom, the top? <laughs> uh, from the... Middle? <laughs> bottom. From okay, bottom. yeah. <laughs> you grab a fistful. Roll... It doesn't matter. This isn't. <laughs> yeah, you grab a fistful from the bottom, and it makes it lopsided. It gives some of those tears start to slouch. The pillars collapse, and then, like, as you're pulling your hand away, the cake even like falls on your hand. So you've got like cake down your arm a little bit on your tuxedo. Uh, the icing's on there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. More cake for me. The pe- the other servants walking around don't even care because they're just like, this is a mess anyway. Whatever. And one or two of them even come and take a handful and bite it too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's what I came for. Yeah. I'm going to have some cake too. <laughs> Are you just holding it? Am I eating it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm eating it. Okay, yeah. What? Well, how's it taste? It's good. It's a little dry. It's been sitting out. Stale, yeah. Yeah. It was like outside for a while, got brought in. Yeah. A lot of fondant. Oh, I hate fondant. Oh, yeah. What flavor is it, good boy? I was going to say vanilla. That's a cake flavor, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so now we're downstairs. <laughs> Back to you guys. <laughs> you guys get downstairs, and there are where the bathrooms were, like underneath that wall. Uh, that's where you come out pretty close to. And it just says shitter. And you can smell like it smells way worse down there than up there. Uh, but there's like only one door into that room. It says like servant shitter, right? Right. I thought it was just insulting you guys. Like, <laughs> shitter, <laughs> you suck, get good. <laughs> uh, and then like next to that on the back wall is the servant's quarter. So like there's not even really a door on there. It's just kind of a room with a bunch of bunk beds. And then to your towards the other side of the house, underneath where Good Boy and Mercurius would be, are like a bunch of rooms. So again, can we see where the butler went? Yeah, it's a lot darker down there. You see him, he goes all the way down to the last room, turns into the door on the right, uh, and slides the door, the note underneath the door, uh, and then starts heading back your way. Okay, um, we need... So hang on. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I suppose we should go hide in the shitter, right? <laughs> that, that's the logical place to hide. All right. You guys, you're going to open the door to the shit room? Yes. Yes. You're good with that, Phaleon? I guess. Okay, you open it. And yeah, underneath, like, there's just a hole and underneath on the ceiling. Uh, and there's literal shit on the floor. Um, (laughs) Wait, there's a hole in the ceiling. So the bathroom's above shit down into this room. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then there's a servant down at one end and he's shitting into that shit pile. So like the servants literally just have to poop on the poop. Um, I'm so mature. (laughs) Poop on the poop. This is how I design mansions. (laughs) No plumbing. Okay, so, okay, well, we're in there. It's fine. We'll just 
Maybe I'm going to press my ear against the door so I can listen for the footsteps of the butler, like, going past? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Let's do interact, just because you're putting your ear to the door to see if you can hear through it. Thirteen. You hear the butler pass by and go up the stairs. Okay, well then back out into the corridor to the door that he put the note under. All right, so as you're walking back there, you see the rooms to your left. They're labeled, and the first one's Quiet Quinn, and the next one's Alma Salt. Oh. And so these are the jackpot rooms. Uh, And then on your right, there's like a servant's kitchen, and it's mostly filled with dishes, so like where they do the dishes for the upstairs folk. And then as you get further down, you see a window. There's another room right past the kitchen, and it's a fairly large room, and in there there's like science sciencey stuff uh what do you call them test tubes and 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 you can see like a white powder and just a pure purple powder so it's kind of like uh you can tell you both would know it because it looks like iridium cane uh but like the purple powder is a lot more pure looking than than the other stuff and then across that you see explosive egbert's room wesley snipes room Sheila Swordsley's room and across from Sheila Swordsley's room is the is the room where the butler slipped the note underneath the door. Um, and you hear screaming coming out of there. Man screaming? Woman screaming? What? Oh, it sounds like a woman. Oh, we don't want a woman. Unless she's injured and we can add her to our collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're at that point. We'll go back upstairs. You guys have eaten cake. What are you doing now? Uh, we're in the kitchen, yeah? Yep. What exits can we see? Now, straight in front of you, you see the the main entrance. So you see that giant statue uh, in the stairs. So that's like, uh, you know, opposite of the kitchen. And you can see all the way down to the shit room. And then to your left are the pantry and the storage room. Okay. I mean, let's put it this way. So you start to see that door open where the stairs were across the way. Uh, you don't know it's the butler, but you see the butler come out and turn around to shut the door. So you have like a split second to react here if you want to. You you would be in full view when he turns your way. Well, didn't he say that we could come in this way? Yeah, but he thought you were just grabbing stuff from the back. Oh. Maybe you can talk your way through that and say like, yeah, we're... Yeah, we're, we're just... Yeah, so we'll... we'll I, we are technically grabbing stuff. We're covered in cake. You're covered in cake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> looking for a bathroom. I have to wash off all the uh, wash off all the cake. Had a cake accident. <laughs> Is that what you want to do? If, if, sure. he noti- if he notices us, okay, I'll roll to see if he see- he even notices. No, he doesn't. Oh, sweet. So okay, so goes, we just keep our heads down. Yeah, he goes towards the main room and then goes and positions himself by the stairs and just stands with his arms, you know, like his hands in front. So from what you can see where you are, you've got the kitchen. Yeah, there, to your left is like the pantry. And then more into the house, right, there's the storage room. And then past that wall, like you've got an entrance that you can see the a big dining room table. And then there's the stairs and then you see across the way. Okay, well, we need to get down those stairs. Can he see us from where he is if we try and go down the stairs? Yeah, because you would have to pass right in front of him. So, like, he's positioned kind of in front of those stairs a little bit. Oh. Like, he's just waiting to answer the door. Hmm. What if I go distract him and you walk up behind him and just 
suplex his ass. Just knock him out. Let's just take <laughs> care of this guy. He's, he's in the way. Yeah, that's all right. I I was going to say kind of the same thing, but I didn't have a plan. So that sounds good to me. Okay. I'll just stroll up to him and say, pardon me, good sir. Is there a restroom around here that I can use? Roll a talk check. Uh, what's my mod? Two, so that's a six. <laughs> okay. Pretty bad. Yeah, not great. <laughs> For you, no. Okay, well, in that case, I will be seeing myself out, I suppose. <laughs> While you're talking to him, are you sneaking up behind him, good boy? Yes. Okay, roll a sneak check. Oh, you're going to make me do like five rolls. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, that's a three. Okay, yeah. You, like, go and you start clomping up the stairs, like, as if you're going to come up behind him, and he hears you and turns around and says... Yeah, I'm saying sneak, sneak, sneak. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? You're covered in cake. Oh, don't tell me you ate the cake. No, no, no. He didn't eat the cake. You need to get out of here. Get out now. His back is now to you, Tar or uh, Mercurius. Okay, shotgun in his spine. It's I'm shooting him in the back. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Just roll for roll your accuracy. Accuracy roll of thirteen, and I dealt fourteen damage. He's a measly butler. This just it goes through his spine. Blood. You know, good boys across the way. So blood gets on his tuxedo. And the butler goes down, just drops on the stairs. Blood Redness. forming waterfalls down the stairs. Oh, that problem solved. Let's go uh, Let's go find our Tarquin and Phaleon. All right, you start heading there. You see to the left is the armory. The same, you know, the lettering, fancy lettering, armory, shit room. Uh, it says bathrooms upstairs. It's, they're classier upstairs. And then that door. Should we go into the armory? Kinda want to I kind of want armory. to. Yeah. You can get distracted with the armory. Yeah, well, it feels yeah. like a trap, but it's also like there's there's got to be weapons in there. We already made a cake stop. We might as well make a gun stop too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the door is locked. Uh, you've never had to do this type of thing, but it's a sneak check to pick a lock. Could I just try and break it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could. Because I have plus five on strength interact checks. Great. Yeah. Do a strength interact check. Ooh, it says 17 plus 5. 22. Yeah, you shatter the door. Wood <laughs> nice. splinters as you... Was, I was meaning the lock, but I'll take oh. the door too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Here's what you do then. You put your finger to the lock, and then you just like push through it, and it just pushes the lock through, uh, and your hand also goes through like the wood of it because it's so strong. <laughs> and then the door that, you know, used to be able to shut solidly close is now just a swinging door. I think it's an improvement, really. Yeah, much more convenient this way. Yeah, because you did it that way, because you changed the way you did it, it's going to be quieter. You know, like, it didn't make that much noise. Good call. Guards might have come. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you go inside, and there are two chests in there, in the back side. All right, I'll take one, you take the other. Okay, I'll take the one on the left. Okay, each of you are going to roll a d20. Seven. Fourteen. Ooh, okay. So, Mercurius, you open it, and you find a shield mod in there. We nice. will 
roll for what your shield mod is later because I don't have a whole lot of time left. Right. And then, good boy, you open up and you find a grenade mod and a shield mod. And we'll roll that later. So I will make a note of that. And I might just insert it here. Both Mercurius and Good Boy got the same shield, an Ashen shield with 30 capacity and 15 recharge. Good Boy also got a Jumping Fury or Grenade mod, which deals 1d8. It detonates, jumps two squares, and then detonates again. Are you going to head downstairs now, too? Yeah. Yeah. Tarquin and Phaleon, as you're standing at that door, you hear that screaming. Who was screaming? Well, there was screaming coming from within the door. Oh, yeah, that bitch. Um, right. Well, that blatantly doesn't sound like the Don, but this is where the butler dropped the note, right? So, fuck it. I reckon we just burst in there. Are you going to wait for Mercurius and Good Boy, or are you just going in now? Let's just get in. Let's just go through the door. Whatever. I'm going to unsling my um, sniper rifle. I'm going to unsling uh, Babs, and I'm just going to bust the door open. Okay. Interact check. That would be a five. (laughs) You kick at the door, and it's more just like a hearty knock. Nice. (laughs) And then you hear someone walk up to the door and says, What do you need? What do you need? I'm busy. Um, Was that you just screaming like a woman? You know it wasn't me. Do I? Open the door and prove it. If I see tears, if I see tears streaking down your cheeks, you're a big sissy girl. <laughs> Roll a talk check. Get his ass. That's great. Uh, 18. The door, you hear the door unlock and it swings open and the dawn is before you. And he says, what did you say? I'm going to point my rifle into his face and say, hands up, you fuck. He tries to swat the rifle away. But it does. He doesn't react very quickly. Uh, so he, you know you're able to just kind of back up just a hair and let his hand pass by your gun. Okay. Can I shoot him? Yeah. Shoot him go for it. Shoot him in the face. Okay. So I got an accuracy of 16, which lets me deal 12 damage. That's it. That's that's the end of the dawn. <laughs> yeah, the dawn's <laughs> dead, and you guys win. Uh, <laughs> all Adventure Co is over. Good job. Uh, no, you know, the bullets hit him and the blue shields go up. Uh, so, you know, you hit his shields and he's pretty pissed off. He backs up. He walks into the room and says, all right, let's get this started. Thank you for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. If you're interested in other projects that some of us are doing, then you could go check out YouTube. Kyle does Mecha Mac Music. Just search for that channel. Phil does a podcast called Organized Fun with an S because he's British, where he plays board games and then reviews them. And then I do the Board Game Community Show where I have casual conversations with people in different places throughout the board game community. If you enjoyed the podcast, share it with your friends, your family, whoever you think would enjoy it. Share it on your social media to the world and let others know about it. 
And if you really want to help us out, you can also rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That helps it get seen by randos out there pop up in their recommendations. Hey, and if you didn't like it, share it with your enemies and then you'll have the last laugh. I make plenty of mistakes while playing this. It's a fairly new game and I'm fairly new to RPGs, but we have a lot of fun doing it and we are learning as we go. So I'll get better as we go. This will only go up, I'm sure. If you are interested in trying out Bunkers and Badasses for yourself, then you can. Go to nerdvanagames.com and you can buy the source book and start having your own adventures. You can also follow us on Twitter at FFAdventureCo. All right. Bye.